Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to your D1TN5 for Tuesday afternoon, July 21st. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger talks with several coaches and ADs who believe the 14-day quarantine for those who have had high-risk contact with individuals who test positive for COVID-19 could essentially make it impossible to complete a football season. One AD saying, quote, are you telling me contact is you and I lining up against each other and you block or tackle me and two days later I come down with the virus? and you're out, then you're not going to finish the season. To keep a possible positive test from sidelining a large swath of the team, West Virginia AD Shane Lyons suggests practicing in pods with smaller groups and avoiding first team versus second team scrimmages, which could put the best players on the team at risk. Dellinger goes on to note that contact tracing requires honesty and there is concern among some that coaches and players will impede protocols to protect star players. CBS's Dennis Dodd posits that the 72-hour window for COVID-19 testing is insufficient given the myriad of ways college students can socialize in a three-day period. Dodd goes on to point out that experts agree testing twice weekly is preferable with a test on Friday night or Saturday morning before a Saturday game, ideally with the ability to have a quick turnaround. For many programs, testing that often is cost prohibitive, leaving Dodd and Emory epidemiologist Zachary Binney to inquire if that's the case, why are we playing? With Binney saying, quote, don't mix up the best you can do with what we need to do. More from Dodd, who cites a Power 5 source, is saying, quote, testing material access will be the next challenge for us, whether we can get access to the reagents. If we can't, that will be a difficult hurdle to overcome. The Campus Health Project's Chuck Brady asserts that athletic departments should have one full-time person dedicated solely to COVID-19 testing. Brady adds that schools need to secure a lab who is going to reserve space for them, saying, quote, you're on a time clock. You can't wait. Need it in writing. It's kind of brute force, but it's what you have to do to deliver. USA Today's Dan Wilkin observes, in other words, college athletics is going to have to cut to the front of the line to satisfy the NCAA's 72-hour turnaround. The NCAA will reportedly allow teams whose coaches are diagnosed with COVID-19 or placed in quarantine to replace them temporarily with GAs or analysts. Football Scoop's Zach Barnett, however, points out that this isn't a temporary fix, but is allowable pursuant to an already existing NCAA bylaw, which allows for such a replacement in the event of a coach being unable to perform his or her duty due to extenuating circumstances such as suspension, prolonged serious illness, illness, or pregnancy. According to USA Today's Dan Wolken, North Carolina head football coach Mack Brown indicates, quote, there's basically an information wall between him and the people doing UNC's contact tracing so that there's honesty in the process. In other words, if a player is named in the tracing or went somewhere where they weren't supposed to, he is not informed. In the event that the football season is pushed back to the spring, the NFL could move its draft to no later than the first week of June, according to the league's collective bargaining agreement. The Athletics' Bruce Feldman reports, however, that the league doesn't potentially have that flexibility. Wisconsin is anticipating a $60 million revenue loss even if the football season is played. If the season is not played, that figure increases to $100 million. UW officials say they did not have to tap into a $190 million reserve fund to cover last year's $2.5 million budget shortfall. However, they anticipate that will not be the case this year. As such, Athletic Director Barry Alvarez asserts that, quote, we have to go right back and start trying to build it back up again. Along the way, we've been generous to campus, we've moved some of our revenue to campus, but when you dig into the reserve, when you go through that, this is going to affect everyone financially. Faced with a $20 million budget shortfall, Canisius is laying off 96 employees, including 25 professors. The athletic budget will be cut by 19%, and one men's basketball and one women's basketball assistant coach will be laid off. However, no sports are expected to be dropped. Maryland has pressed pause on a $15 million project to install a new video board and sound system at Maryland Stadium. The project was originally scheduled to be completed this summer, but no word yet on how other facility projects will be impacted by the pandemic. 
Winthrop will continue providing financial aid and will save roster spots of student athletes who do not wish to participate in their sports during the 2020-2021 academic year. For those who do opt to return, Winthrop is utilizing Real Recruit to offer the opportunity to anonymously report any instances where fellow students, coaches, or staff were not properly adhering to the university's coronavirus protocols. Deputy AD Hank Harrowwood notes that fulfilling scholarships of student athletes who don't compete will not hurt the department financially. Saying, quote, it simply says, you are more than an athlete to us, and every opportunity that we have, we try to demonstrate that to our student athletes. In scheduling situations, Navy Athletic Director Chet Gladchuk says history shows the Navy Army football game will find a way to be played. Washington and Tulane's scheduled men's basketball matchup in China has been postponed to 2021, according to stadium's Jeff Goodman, who reports that the two schools are seeking a neutral site game to open the season. While Illinois is still moving forward as if the fall season will happen, Athletic Director Josh Whitman explains the Illini will change the manner in which they travel. Whitman notes that the football and volleyball teams would likely continue taking charter flights, but for those teams that traditionally fly commercial, I think we'll be looking at some scheduling opportunities to try to maximize chances for them to bus so they can stay out of the airports and out of airplanes as much as possible. Once the season begins, Whitman says it's likely that sports testing could increase to twice weekly, saying, quote, we could see a test in advance of a competition and a test post-competition depending on the nature of the sport and the schedule. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Tuesday afternoon, July 21st. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you next time.